With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. All right. Welcome, Coach. How are you today? absolutely amazing i know summer's ending summer's ending football season's football's coming around baseball's ending up hopefully the cubs make the world series (laughs) no people actually got back from chicago i know that long ago i know people uh people are going doesn't coach collins live in wisconsin i know i'm so confused when i see that hat yeah it's a disease. I just tell people being a Cub fan is a disease. <laughs> it really is. All right. You, <laughs> Go ahead. You're not closer to Chicago than you are Milwaukee, are you? No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Milwaukee's 45 minutes, isn't it? No. So I'll tell the I'll tell the 30-second story on this. My dad grew up in northern Wisconsin in the 40s, and the only station he could get was WGN. First of all, there was no oh. brewer, there was no team in Wisconsin. And he got WGN on the radio, so that's what he oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. what he listened to. And then you know it's a disease; you pass it on from generation yeah. to generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can't, yeah, can't. Yeah. Well, my son's a Packer fan because I obviously grew up in Wisconsin. So I know I won't tell you. I'm going. I'm going to the. Op- I'm going opening day. Oh, at, sweet. At Soldier at Soldier Field. Oh, at Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they oh, open nice. up on the ninth or something. I know it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Hopefully, one of my players makes the Bears. Jarees Fountain. He's a receiver, so hopefully, he makes it. He's oh, kind of been in and out of the NFL, but hopefully, he makes it so you can see him play. All right. So today, we're going to talk about the five keys to planning a basketball youth basketball season. Um, so, what's the first one, Coach? I'm gonna we're going to go through these five steps. Step one is what. Just setting your vision, like, right? What framework is it? Yeah, framework yeah. for your vision. Yeah, and your framework for what? What do you want to accomplish in the season? And I think it starts with who are you as a coach? Like, what do you believe in? Are you offensive minded, defensive minded? Are you a type of you know? Do you like run or do you like to slow things down? I think it's just important to write that down on paper. Right. Well, and I think it's 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 like. 
it's like I always say it's who, what, where, when, how, but what do you yeah. want? What do you want to be? What's what is your specific vision? What do you want these young women or young men to get out of the season? You know, because mm-hmm. it's different. Maybe a second grader is going to be different than an eighth grader. Right. Um, but but what are you know, what are the objectives? What are the metrics for, you know, is it just that everyone gets to play? Is it that you win your rec league? Is it that, you know, you become you win more games than you like? Whatever your vision or philosophy is, I think is important to to dive into. Um because well, that's gonna set the stage for everything else, the drills you pick, right? The 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 offense. The defense, how you know, do you even worry about a press depending on what age group you're in? Um, yeah, and then even just how you, what you, you know, as a youth coach, a lot of times you only have an hour practice. What right. are you focusing in on that hour? Right. Right. Well, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on because I already set my vision. I know I only have that. And again, you know, the, the difference I'm a youth coach, you're a high school coach, you know, you're going to spend a lot more time than I am going to on right. this but just even if going through the exercise and writing that stuff down is is, is important well when I, I when i would coach my kids it was like okay so i've got two practices i'm gonna have five practices before our first game you know what do i right. need to have in i need that out of bounds but i need a press break i need an offense you know all of those things on top of you know making sure the parents know when things are happening um you know <laughs> when we're playing a schedule, you know, the practices maybe will change because, you know, there's a snowstorm. Things that happen during a specific season, it's all of those planning things that are, you know, as a youth coach, you just, you're juggling a lot of, yeah, yeah. a lot of different things. Well, and I think you, you the one thing you want to highlight, what you just said too, is that communication to the parents, because if they know what my vision is, then they're, you know, they're not going to, well, they still will yell, but, um, or complain. <laughs> But maybe a little bit less because they know, look, I have an hour. This is what I'm going to be focused on throughout the entire season. This is what I believe in. And these are the three things that I'm going to teach these kids. Okay. Right. Oh, so you're not, why, why aren't they pressing? Well, right. it's not what I believe in. Right. right? Or we I haven't mean, had time to put it in. We've or we haven't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so they can't complain in the stands as much as they kind of know the direction you're taking the team in. Okay. So that's number one. Number that's two. Number one. Number two is tryouts. Tryouts. <laughs> yep. Tryouts, evaluations, however you structure yours. And that's Again, hard. You, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, if you don't know who you're looking for, because, it, you know, if you don't have your vision set and the type of player a little bit in your head, sometimes we don't have a complete choice, but we do have that. I know in our league, you know, we get a number one draft pick. Well, my number one draft pick should fit my vision. You know, if he's going to be defense minor, you know, this kid can score a lot. Right. Right. Um, uh, yeah. But go ahead. What were you gonna... No. So what I'm saying is there's two different types of tryouts, too, that yes. I've been right. through. Like I've been through the ones that I have to run the tryout and I right. have to evaluate. And then there's mm-hmm. the ones that I just get to sit back and, you know, take notes. And so. I think yeah. you have to you, you, there's so many variables that you have to look at can they handle the ball what kind of teammate like so it's so much I think it's so much harder when you're running it and evaluating than when you're just evaluating I don't know Well and also what pieces do you need right right when you're assembling a youth team and if you do have a draft sometimes you know but sometimes coaches don't they just here's your team you get this you get what <laughs> right, you get right right 
Um, but let's assume that you do have, you get to pick a little bit, right? Have some, uh, you have some determination on what that team looks like. You, I mean, I don't know about you, but number one, I'm picking someone who can handle the ball, period. Yes. Even if they're not a great shooter, the youth level, level if they can get the ball across half court, that's that's a plus. Number two, I'm looking then and like, okay, I don't care if the kid sits in the corner, but man, he is lights out shooting right now. Obviously, it's nice to have a ball handler and a shooter, right? That we can do right. everything, but a shooter, you know, someone, somebody that can play defense really well. And then, then sometimes their size, right? You kind of want them bigger kids, but you know, again, that always doesn't work out that way. But a couple of people that can handle the ball, a couple of people that can shoot halfway decent. And then you're going to have your eighth and ninth kid, right? Especially in rec leagues that, hey, they're just there to have fun and you get what you get and you got to do the best to turn them into great players. But I don't know how your what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, I, I think the factor is like you, you have to think about like, so there's actually three options because you're right. You could be given a team and then how do you Sorry. make those pieces kind of work? Um, so even if you don't have a trial, you have to move those specific pieces, but the younger, the age ball handling is number one, to be honest yeah. with you, as they get older, ball handling still important, but then other skill sets, as far as like shooting and passing and mm-hmm. strength and knowledge of the game. So I think it's kind of an inverted curve there a little bit with what's important, but, um, but I and watch goes- out for those kids who play soccer. Cause they're not coming to basketball practice. Sorry. <laughs> But soccer players always that. see the court really well. Oh, they're tremendous athletes. Yes. Just in my, <laughs> I have tongue in cheek on that one. I just had experiences where I pick them as my number one draft pick, but it's also soccer season in the fall, and or they're on a travel yes. team. You know, Commitment you know, level is important too, and it's it's a little bit easier as they get older to kind of figure that out with the parents and stuff too. All right. Um, well, hold on. Hold on. One more thought on that is, you know, more and more coaches, you know, I hear this, they're picking the kids based on their parents as well. Right. Oh, I agree. Great athlete, 100%. bad attitude for their parents. Eh, you're going to, you know, prioritize that person. So something to consider. I hate to even have to bring that up, but it's true. Oh, it's so true. All right. So, uh, so number one was kind of the framework. Number two was tryouts. You're figuring out how you're going to pick your, run your system. Step three or, or, or the third key is kind of figuring out like your systems, like your, you know, your offense, your defense, um, you know, how you're going to integrate those. What's your thoughts on, on that? And especially it's going to be different, obviously, between a third grader and an eighth grader. But yeah, um, what's your thought on that? Well, and yeah, and it goes back to your philosophy, right? And so what we set up in the beginning, it's really important to pick, you know, yeah, if you're in a youth level, let's, again, let's pick an average youth team, not an exceptional one and not a really bad one. But, you know, most of what I've been seeing, you know, you're doing a five out or a four out one in, right? And keep it, keep it simple. Have, and I wouldn't worry so much about the offense that you're running, but more about the concepts that you're teaching. Okay, what does that mean? Well, don't be so 
strict on the rules of a complete five out offense. So, um, you know, we have these, right. I, I came up with all these ABCs, right? So remember the ABCs, right? Always be cutting and screening. That really is a five out off, works really nicely in the five out offense. But when that offense breaks down, the kids need something. They need to know what the next step is. And you don't right. want them to think too much. So after you right. pass, you cut. So set those rules and make it simple. Three or four things max that you do in your offense. And I think you got to do that both on the offense and the defense. Like That's if you're right. playing a basic man, you know, what are you doing? Are you pushing baseline? Are you, you know, are you like, are you no middle? Are you pack line? Are you running a zone? Whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know, again, if you're having five days a week practice and one day a week practice is different. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. uh, but yeah. I think you got to break this, those systems down. You got to analyze, you know, what I try to do too is I try to t- take that first practice and figure out what I got because trials mm-hmm. is one mm-hmm. thing. And then it's like, okay, That's ooh, right. we, we've got some ball handlers or we've got some kids that have played before. We have some kids that don't play before or, you know, um, because that's going to, that's going to correlate to your, you know, your walkthroughs, your demonstrations, how you're going to teach things, um, how, you know, what kind of offense you can run, what kind of defense you can run, how you will break the press. You got it. Like, so even yeah. either given the team or tryouts, you got to. I always say that first practice should be kind of a deep dive into your team. Do some passing yeah. drills, some shooting drills, do some just to kind of like, all right, this is better than I thought, or this is worse than I thought, just to kind of analyze it. But I think all those systems is, yeah. are important, but you got to know what you're, you know, you got to know the ingredients that are sitting on the kitchen table before you make the soup. soup you know, you can't just, you know, start making the soup and not have enough onions. Or that's right. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, that's funny though. Yeah, I, you know, so I, I go into it with a basic, very high level thought of what I want to do. So literally just did this, um, had, uh, had eight players and I ran them through the basic offense, just really basic. And then I, and then for me that I'm just like, do they get it? And let's see what they let's see what they do. And yes. then that's where I kind of start asking them questions, even at the young level. You know, obviously the the questions are you know based on the their age level, what you should be teaching them at that age level. But this was seventh and eighth grade, so I asked them, okay, you you I ran you through the basic set on offense. We did the same thing at defense, and I so on offense I asked them, where do you see the opportunities? Like, right. where do you see other things off of this? What are the reads, right? And they've listed one, two, or three things. So I want them to think about it. Yes. On the defensive side, I showed them my basic defensive scheme. And then I asked them, where are the holes? Where are the gaps? What's going to happen? And I don't mean what's going to happen in every every scenario, but just as a generic at a high level, like, where do you see this not working? And where do you see opportunities? for? And what do we really have to focus on in order right. to be good? Right. And you'd be surprised, you know, kids will come up with those answers. Oh, God, you know, we really need to be, you know, uh, halfway between our player and the ball on the weak side. Or otherwise, there's going to be a big gap there. Like, right. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah. 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 Hard to do that with a kindergartner, but hard to do that with a kindergartner. Yeah. When we're talking to you, we're we're being teachers 101, coach. We're not talking, we're not talking to the kid that's going to Harvard and we're not talking to the kid, you know, it's reading at reading three grade levels below where they're supposed to. But, and you're not going to run an offense in kindergarten. 
So you're going to yes. run concepts. Yes. That's a whole. After that's you another, pass, you cut. Yes, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. That's right. All right. Uh, number four. So that was, that was framework, tryouts, offense, defense, kind of the, your systems. Yeah. Number, th- number four is probably what we get asked the most often about, which is practice planning. Mm-hmm. How does, what's your, I know you're the guru with practice planning. What's your thought on that? Well, you know, it, it um, boils down to, you know, obviously you have to have all of those things set before you know, <laughs> know what you're going to do. Right. Because uh, uh, otherwise you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to put a good practice plan together. But um, I think off of that, um, you know, you kind of want to understand. Um, With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Think about the design of the outline. Think about the elements in a game. Right. There's offense, defense. There's transition to offense and transition to defense. And Listen you have to, to cover I all of those. All four things. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And if you cover all those four things in your, it, that's how you should block schedule your practice plan. And then within those blocks, then you break them down into drills. Then those drills, five to eight minutes. Right. And, and then you got to yep. back and do I do a 60 minute practice once a week? Do I have two? Do I have a 90 minute practice? Whatever it is, then, you know, you can time those appropriately. And this goes back to your philosophy. Well, you know what? I'm a big transition to offense guy. So I'm going to spend a little bit more time on that. Right. So I'm going to have more minutes spent on that. Or I'm a really big defensive person. So I'm actually going to spend more more time on defense than I am on offense. Does that make sense? Does it does it's it's and there's a nuance to it a little bit. That's there is yeah there is um because well, and I think that coaches take it for granted too that the practice plan is the most important thing you're going to do all season. Uh, it's unbelievable. Gotta, like it's like yeah. it, from a teacher from someone that's taught for 36 years or whatever. I don't even, I lost count to be honest with you. But it's like if I don't have I mean if I don't have a lesson plan I don't know what I'm doing. Right. It's bad news, man. Like. <laughs> And I'm teaching, you know, 17, 18 year olds. It's like, I got to have a plan. Like, that's right. Um, you know, what I'm, you know, and, I, and I'll give you a hint on practice planning for the youth coaches that are listening. It's better to have more than less. That's right. Because yeah. I can always do it the next practice. I can always do it the next class period. I can do it, finish it tomorrow. But the worst is when you get done with everything you have planned with 20 minutes to go in class. Or, or, or I would say is, well, it, it, something isn't working right? and you're into it two or three minutes. You're like, okay, this is on me. I need to go back to the lab and yes. figure this out. Cause it's not translating. They're not getting it. I better have something else in that spot. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's yeah. better. It's like I, you know, always come in with a couple shooting drills or always come in with a couple That's things right. because, you know, it's it's I hate to use the word pivot, but you got to pivot. You got to monitor. Gotta and adjust. You got to yep. monitor and adjust is what I learned. I learned mm-hmm. Madeline Hunter when I learned teaching. You got to monitor what's going on and then you got to adjust it. Um, yeah. And both of those things happen. All right. So that was number four is practice planning. Number five, the last one. Um, it's kind of game management and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think of game management as the, before the game, during the game and after the game, what's, what's your thought on that coach? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think all of those are three very important keys to, um, having a successful season and managing the game correctly. You know, it's funny, my team, the last youth team I had, I said, Hey, show up an hour before the game. They all kind of groaned at me a little bit. And I'm sure I got the parents were probably in the background groaning a little bit too. But what two things I knew. One is they're still, we're going to be late, right? So if I said show up 30 minutes before the game, then they're showing up 15 minutes. So if I at least said an hour, they'll at least show up 45 to a half an hour before the game. Right. Um, that was important. Not only for me, because then I knew how many people are actually going to be playing right. that day. But also for the kids, it settles them. It does. They get those pregame jitters out prior. They get time to be with their friends and talk. And I get time to communicate and maybe work out any last minute questions. Right. A lot of lessons taught in that pregame. Oh, it's the warm up. It's well, first of all, physically, it's important from someone that's getting older. It's like, I got to loosen. I got to (laughs) loosen. Don't put your old body in this. I got a little planner fascia walking to the, <laughs> the red line and it, it jump on the L's. Like I walked in my I walked in my sandals. I should not have done that. I'm stretching my my plantar fascia or whatever it is on the bottom of my foot. But anyway, um, but you got to stretch. It's like all that. I think it's I think it's important physically. I think it's important mentally. I think mentally, it's important yeah. for the coaches, all of that. Um, you know, it it's it's more of that connection. And then that leads into the game part of it. That's right. Um, yeah. Where now I have their attention for timeouts. I have their attention on substitutions. I have their attention on, you know, what, what how we're kind of running the bench and, you know, how the rotations are going in the middle of July or whatever we're doing or whenever we're, yeah. we're coaching our youth team. Um, and then tell me about well, a timeout, though. What? How do you manage a timeout? How do I manage a timeout? Yeah. What what, do you say? So when do you call it? When are you thinking about calling a timeout? What do you do? What do you say in that timeout? Yeah, there's a couple things. I usually take 15 seconds to gather my thoughts if it's a full timeout, which is a minute. And Mm then um, I'm kind of reading the specific situation at that point. You know, am I calling it to to change momentum? Am I calling it because we're doing well? Am I calling because we need a rest because I have six people and no one else has showed up and we're all tired. So there's different reasons for the timeouts. Um, but then I have read that at most two things, ideally one thing in the timeout, but at most two, and the most important one should be the last thing they hear when they're walking out of the timeout. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what they're going to remember. It's TikTok, people. It's TikTok. Their attention spans. <laughs> but um, so if it's like getting back on defense or blocking out, let's say one of those things, I'm going to say that to them more than one time. And I'm going to definitely say it to them at the end and as they're leaving. Um, but that's kind of how I run my, my timeouts. I think timeouts are, 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 you know, it kind of, there's a pivot there. It just matters how, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and then what about post game? What do you do in post game coach? So post game, uh, I usually, I, 
have the players recognize something that another player did. Um, Because I think that, again, talks about being a team and they're not focused on themselves. They're focused on someone else and say, you know, and, you know, giving a gift, right? Colleagues. Yeah. Um, So that's one thing. And I do a quick recap and it depends on the level, right? Again, your third grade, it's, you know, I still do that exercise. Hey, what, whose game did you like and why? Right. You know, why did you like it? Um, and then I'll say a couple positive things and say, hey, OK, next at next practice, you know, we need to get a little That's, bit better about, you know, X, Y and Z. I sometimes and then, grab I, I sometimes at the youth level even grab the parents and say, hey, let's come in. Let's talk about remember, we have practice on Tuesday and we have this. And idea, remember, yeah. it's like it's it's the community that we're trying to build. Um, we're running out of time here, coach, but let's um, let's talk about coaching youth hoops masterclass. I want, I want you to, to dive into that yeah. and, and how that's related. Let me go briefly. Let me go through the f- five things we talked yeah, about. Let's do it. Yeah, let's Framework, right? We talked about tryouts. Yeah. We talked about offense and defense or kind of planning it out. We talked about practice planning and we talked about game management. Why are those important coach? Well, yeah. And you know, we're, this is how you're going to kick off your season and do it right and have a successful season at the, you know, at the end, looking back. Um, but, you know, we just give you a glimpse. There's a lot more detail that goes into planning a season. Yes. Um, and that's why we decided to put the you know, uh, uh, masterclass together. And you can go take a look at it at coachingyouthhoopsmasterclass.com. Again, coachingyouthhoopsmasterclass.com. We're going to dive deep into each of the five subjects we just talked about, you, you're going to have, you, you'll have access to worksheets. Um, so you can, you know, create your vision. We're going to show you how to um, create a practice plan, uh, how to create drills within that practice plan, basically everything you need um, to start Get ready for the season. season. And, I, and yeah. the, I'm excited because a couple of those topics, I'm going to get in front of a whiteboard. And coach in front yeah, of a whiteboard. Shoot, yeah. Coach in front of a whiteboard. Pretty cool thing. Let me tell <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Not sitting in my office behind all my Disney stuff. I'm going to be in front of a whiteboard, kind of helping. Right. You know, and coach and I are going to kind of batter back and forth and talk about some specific things. But um, well, and I think I, what's important too is how we broke it up. It's over. Yeah. We didn't want to. You know, you can take it all at one time, but it is it it, it is over five days. 30 minutes to 45 minutes max to do each exercise. So it's broken or you could like, you know, take a Saturday and sit down and do the whole thing. But, but we wanted to make sure that, you know, it, it, you, you, you can get through the exercises in a limited amount of time. Again, yep. remember this is for youth coaches. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're, you know, kindergarten through eighth grade, you know, six through that 14 age group, um, you know, we don't go in depth, you know, go to, you know, like you, you might do at the high school level. To that's that teach level, but it, that's teach that's teach you. Yep. Right. But, but, uh, coaching youth hoops, uh, masterclass.com. I will put the link down below. So Perfect. if you're listening to this or watching this or doing whatever, I'll put the link down below, but coaching youth hoops, masterclass, um, we're limiting it because coach and I, first of all, are shoot, 90 days away from our basketball season starting. So. We can't take 6,000 people into this, so we're going to limit the number. Um, so coaching you. Yeah, we want to be there to help you, yes. right? So yes. you can be there as a resource. So, yeah, we can only. Yeah. Only do so much. <laughs> There's only two of us. There's yeah. only two of us. All right. Anything else, Coach? That's it, Coaches. Uh, thanks for listening, and good luck planning your season. We're here yeah. to help. Good luck. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.